uh, in Remembrance Day. And, uh, and so I'm just so grateful to, you know, the people that put those together, the people that write these songs. It's just so incredible, you know, uh, and a way to give us a real feeling of what went on and, and all of that. So I'm just going to do a, a, a quick, you know, talk. It won't be long. And I've entitled it Three Sacrifices. <clears throat> and uh, so John 15, verses 12 to 13, says, This is my commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than a person that a person lay, will lay down his life for his friends. And so I'm going to talk about three sacrifices, the obvious sacrifice of Remembrance Day, when soldiers sacrifice themselves for their country. The, the sacrifice of Jesus, humbling himself to a, cro to a cross, and our response, our sacrifice of how that, you know, how we re respond to, to, to that. So, you know, as we've already said, it's Remembrance Day and we remember those who have sacrificed themselves for the country by joining up to the military uh, because they believe in something bigger than themselves. They want to be part of something that is bigger than themselves in order to bring peace and stability. And men and women down the ages really have endured the most awful atrocities in the line of duty and you know with the video earlier that's where I played it for the images of these wonderful men and women who have given their lives and, and the poignant images of, of them coming back in the hearse with the, the British flag over it and, the, and, and you know the people that they've left behind especially the one you know with the frame and, and the words you know saying I hope you didn't die in vain you know, it's just, it just makes you think and puts you in a place where we, have, we can't be selfish. We have to say, these, these men and women died. They gave themselves in order for us to live in peace. And like I say, families sacrificed their loved ones, you know, so they pay the price too. And I know a little bit of that, although Robin was, you know, never on the front line as it were. You know, he was away and... You know, those three months when the, that he used to go away in, in the submarine and, uh, you know, I was left with the children. I didn't have any contact with him. You know, it's, it's a hard life being a military wife. Um, and so it's not only the men and women who give their lives, but it's also the families who allow them to. We look at the Queen, you know, she, our wonderful uh, monarch who has just passed away, but she did her duty from the age of 21 when she became the Queen, and that speech that she did in Kenya, where she said, from now on, I will devote myself to you. And that was a huge thing. Yes, I know she lived, she, you know, she lived in privilege, but um, her main thing, and I think it was, it's certainly what I will remember her for, and a lot of, you know, other people will remember her for her duty, her unswerving duty, for, I don't know, 70 years plus. And her devotion to Jesus, you know, and she, she often said in, the, in her Christmas message, I follow after Christ's teachings. And so she was just a wonderful example. But it took sacrifice for her. 
And it took sacrifice for the men and women who gave their lives for peace. And, you know, we look at, you know, I, I thought last year, was it last year when, when the, all the troops came out of Afghanistan and the Taliban just went right back in. And my heart went out for those people who had lost sons and fathers. And I thought, you know what, they must think, what a waste. What a waste. The, the, the absolute pointlessness of it. And, you know, I, I, my heart immediately went out to those families whose sons and fathers and, and mothers and, uh, you know, wives and whatever gave their lives for the war in Afghanistan, the war on terror, as George Bush put it, for all of those years, I can't remember how many years it was, but millions, of, thousands of people died. And what for? So people did die in vain, didn't they? And that's just a, it's just a really sad thing. But they did, they went, because they saw something bigger than themselves and they wanted to be a part of it. And then we look at Jesus who humbled himself to death. Philippians 2, verse 6 to 9 says, You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being when he appeared in human form. He humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honour and gave him the name above all other names. Jesus left the glory of heaven in order to come to earth to teach us the, way to, the ways of God, to reconcile us back to God, to teach us the ways of God and ultimately to suffer a cruel death which we saw to some degree in that video that I've just played. He was mocked, he was rejected but he stood firm and he completed his mission that God sent him to earth. And God exalted him to the highest place. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honour and gave him the name above all other names. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life god himself made a sacrifice by sending his son to earth to die in our place and to reconcile humanity back to god so even god himself made a sacrifice i just can't even go there in my head in terms of would i sacrifice my children no i wouldn't but god did so what about us here today, having seen and remembered such acts of sacrifice through the video that we saw earlier with the, you know, with the men, the soldiers who came back in coffins, to Jesus that we've just seen sacrificing himself on the cross. Are we ready to sacrifice our lives for the kingdom of God for his glory and to make his name famous in the earth. Because that's what it takes. All these people who say God, Christian life is easy. And you know, it isn't. 
Because it takes sacrifice. If we, you know, if we really want to give God the glory and work for his kingdom, we have to die to self. We have to be um, ready to sacrifice, sacrifice our lives. And in this day where selfishness abounds, crime rates are through the roof, in this me, me, me culture, Remembrance Day is all the more poignant. Because it means that we look at people who have taken their eyes off themselves. And we need to take our eyes off ourselves, our rights, our needs, our wants. And follow the soldier's example, Jesus' example. And look at how we can help others. How we can bring others to know Jesus in this incredibly serious times that we're living in. How we can encourage each other in our walk with God. It's about sacrificing ourselves and putting others before ourselves. John 3, 28 to 30. This is John the Baptist talking. And he says, you yourselves are my witnesses that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent ahead of him. He who has the bride is the groom. But the friend of the groom who stands and listens to him rejoices greatly because of the groom's voice. So this joy of mine has been made full. Jesus has come and I can step back. He must increase, but I must decrease. What wonderful words, what wonderful wisdom that John the Baptist had. He knew that he was a forerunner of the Messiah. You know, and, and in, other, in other words that he says, I am not worthy to untie his sandals. He knew who Jesus was. He knew what his place was within the whole context of, of, you know, Jesus coming as the son of God. He says, behold, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So John the Baptist knew exactly what his role was, what his mission was. It was to prepare the way for Jesus to come. And then he stepped back. And so it is with us. We know that time, the time is short. When John, you know, John did that um, video in the week for YouTube, you know, it's just the imminency of the rapture. It's not that far away. And so we must take every minute of every day to sacrifice ourselves for his kingdom, to get people to Jesus and Jesus to people. Because people entering the tribulation, it's going to be awful. And so we have the good news of Jesus Christ who gave his life. He came, as we're coming up to Christmas, he came as a baby. You know, he grew up in the, with the favour of God. He taught the ways of God. And ultimately he was killed for the truth that he was, um, he was telling. But it was the ultimate plan. That, God, that Jesus should be the sacrifice for our sin. And so the last scripture, Galatians 2.20. My, my old identity has been co-crucified with Christ and no longer lives. And now the essence of this new life is no longer mine. For the anointed one lives his life through me. We live in union as one. I can never get away from the reality of that and that picture. The truth of that. We live in union as one. My new life is empowered by the faith of the Son of God who loves me so much that he gave himself for me. 
dispensing his life into mine. Wow. Oh, that is so good. That is so good. We don't have to do it on our own. Because when Jesus rose again, because he didn't stay in the grave, as we all know, he rose again. And when the Holy Spirit fell at Pentecost, that was it. There was a new covenant was activated. And the Holy Spirit fell on the, the disciples. And he's been filling, you know, everybody since. And this is filled us. And he lives in, we live in union with him. We are full of the Holy Spirit. We can do the same as Jesus did. But we have to make that sacrifice. We have to say, I no longer live. I must decrease. He must increase. And, and that's, you know, that is so exciting. We need to die to self. Increasingly die to self because the time is short. And because we have the good news of the gospel to pronounce to the world... And I am just so excited with, about that. The more I think about this, I cannot get away from this union with Jesus. We have Jesus living within us. And I've changed my mind in recent years since I've learned all this. Of a lot of the stuff that I've, I've you know, listened to over, you know, in church. Jesus lives in, our, in us. We are in union with him. That union cannot be broken. Hallelujah. So let's, you know, let him live through us. Are we ready to lay down our lives to do his will and follow the examples of those who have given their lives so that we may live in peace? Are we ready to humble ourselves just as Jesus did? And if we do, the work, you know, people will get saved and we will get our reward in heaven at the Bema seat when Jesus says to us, or the Father says to us, well done, good and faithful servant. In this me, me, me culture, are we ready to stand up and make it all about him, 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 so that others will be saved? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen.